Hello, Kathy. I can't make it tonight. Where are you going? I can't tell you that. Jack, tell her where you're going. In fact, tell her who you work for. She'll be impressed. I work for the CIA, and the director asked me at the last minute to come with him to Russia to do a nuclear arms inspection. That is so lame. Hello? <laughs> You're about to breathe air that's way over your pay grade, so listen up. You're going to be asked for analysis and advice, so be sure you know what you're talking about. Welcome to the CIA, sport. At a time of increasing tension. According to this, there are 17 senior scientists on duty today. I only count 14. Deliberate deception. Three Russian scientists are missing. I need to know where they are. So, I'm going the missions. I just write reports. So write a report about it. I'm an analyst. I'm not trained for this. Just be my eyes and ears. I can't be with somebody who's going to keep their life hidden from me, Jack. I will not let that happen. And new enemies. You don't fight Russia and America. You get Russia and America to fight each other and destroy each other. Only two men suspect the truth. What's a South African doing in the Ukraine? With three Russian scientists in a crate from Israel. Fair guess, they're building a bomb. From the electrifying bestseller by Tom Clancy. The crate was put on a cargo freighter headed for the East Coast. What? And the producer of Clear and Present Danger and Patriot Games. It's Ryan! The bomb is in play! Netflix. Where's the president now? They're taking him airborne. They think it might be the Russians. It wasn't the Russians. Morgan Freeman. It adds up. You just don't like what it adds up to. If you strike against the Russians, you sacrifice your moral authority. We have reason to believe the bomb was the work of terrorists, not the Russians. Mr. President, they're scrambling their fighters. My orders are to get the right information to the people who make the decision. Put it in your report. And if you shut me out, your family and 25 million other families will be dead. The Sum of All Fears. Directed by Phil Alden Robinson. Welcome to Movie Humpers. My name is Bob Sham. And I am Angela. And the sounds you hear may be dogs. We just crawled through. Uh, a Halloween hump fest, and now we're we're getting into November, but we got some things to shake before we really get into our theme this much. Yeah, which will be revealed tomorrow because it's another leading into November. It's actually another five day a week drop. Yesterday we talked about the new Scorsese Marty. We call his, his friends call him Marty. We watched Killers of the Flower Moon, and uh, I can't tell you what we said about it because we haven't recorded that yet. Because <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> But what we're talking about today, maybe you recall more some of the more stalwart listeners, be it podcasts or YouTube, that we randomly generate movies. Yeah, we used to do that like um, six weeks ago. <laughs> we randomly will generate a movie through a random movie generator, and yeah. whatever comes up, we have to uh, discuss it. The last one we did was Oliver Twist. And if you'll recall, at the end of that episode, we randomly generated the movie The Sum of All Fears. All Fears. Directed by Phil Alden Robinson, who directed Field of Dreams. Starring Ben Affleck. That's right. Morgan Freeman. Correct. James um, Cromwell. James Cromwell, the pig man. Liv Schreiber. Liv Schreiber. Liv Schreiber. This is like dad boner theater, right? Or at yeah, least yeah, like yeah. our generation's dad boner theater, right? But these movies have like great character actors in them. Like Ron Rifkin. <laughs> A lot of men. 
There are two women in this movie, one Karen of which Hines. is the love interest of Ben Affleck, who Phillip is Baker also a Hall. doctor. Philip Baker Hall's in this shit. The other woman is in the think tank with Ben Affleck, and she's pregnant. Alan Bates. I wanted a woman, like, doing some shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, she was a nurse. No, she was a doctor. <laughs> mm, wow, sorry. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, okay. I think she was, I mean, she might have been like two years into her residency, but she was a doctor. So yes, the sum of all fears. I personally prefer the porn parody version, the cum of all fears. That would have been better. Cum gets soaked all over Baltimore. Now look, there's some things here that I I, I had to read up on this because we were, we're not drawn to the Tom Clancy fair, right? And this is... This is my first Jack Ryan movie. Jack Ryan. Yeah, there's a whole Jack Ryan verse. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who the first... Why would you know this? The first person to play Jack Ryan in a movie? Let me guess. Tom Cruise. That's not a bad guess, but I think you're thinking of Jack what Reacher. Year? No, I wasn't. I was just guessing. What year? I can't remember the year. Okay. Yeah, oh, let me just tell you. It's Alec Baldwin in The Hunt for Red October. Oh! After that, he was played by Harrison Ford in Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. Okay. I have seen those movies, but didn't know they were related, and I was little. But that's, I guess, what I was asking. Was it like 80s or 90s or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight, late 80s, 90s. All that shit's I might have gotten right? Harrison Ford if you had given me a date. So apparently Jack Ryan is meant to be, he's older in those movies. Yeah. But they were almost revamping with this one, the Jack Ryan character. Because yeah. Ben Affleck is young. This is peak Affleck. He's not too egregious in this movie. I feel like he's gotten worse over the years in oh, terms yeah. of his acting. And I won't say, like, it's serviceable here. But not, we're not blowing the roof off. But Well, he start, the problem is, now, he directs himself. Mm, here, not good. other people were directing him. He's and not a good director. when other people are directing him, he's a good actor. I mean, he's fine. He's serviceable. I mean, Phil Alden Robinson, he's made some well-known movies. I'm, th- this movie is not bad. No, it's not bad. But I do want to get into some differences here. Okay. And this movie, apparently the original story of The Sum of All Fears, the people who acquire the nuclear weapon are Arab nationalists. Okay. And in this movie, it's like this Nazi... Underground Illuminati from group. various European countries, like some kind of Nazi Illuminati that hijacks the weapon. And a lot of people think because this movie came out after 9-11 that a lot of the issues and a lot of things were reacting to 9-11 or propagandizing leading up to the Iraq invasion where because the words weapons of mass destruction get thrown around in this movie. There is no more fitting memorial for those who perished in this tragedy than the steps we have taken this week. Toward a multinational campaign to root out and eliminate weapons of mass destruction. And you do feel that because they kind of lean. It feels like you. It just sticks out so much, especially if you were alive during that time. You know, I don't know if I've just been desensitized, but like I did, it didn't stick out to me. It was Mm. just part of that kind of movie now. And so a lot of people thought like, "Oh, you changed it from Arab nationalists to Nazis, so because of the climate and what's going on." And it was like, no, they just realized that at that time it was such a trope to have Arab terrorists. Yeah. That they just opted to go this way instead, which actually I kind of like the idea of it being like these weird European guys from 
various countries take. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I will say making the Nazis the bad guys is is safer. sort of the classic safe. Yeah. Everybody can hate the Nazis together. Yeah. Of course, now we're But in, it is kind of falling back on another trope. Of course. make the Nazis the bad guys. Of course, ones. now we're in like these modern times where people are kind of making micro excuses for certain not aspects of Nazism, whether that be within their own camps or what they support when they're critical. It's mm. kind of wild, um, know. you know. And, are- and, but this movie did, did make me think of those times. And, and they weren't good times. And considering what is happening with Gaza and what Israel is now doing to the people in Gaza yeah. after that attack that happened some weeks ago at this point, the, the environment, I won't say it's one to one, but the environment does feel like post 9-11 where people were are reacting to a visible violence by doing 20 times worse. Yeah. But it does seem like a lot of people are, are not as on that narrative tip like they used to be. It does, I do feel like that as the Gaza shit gets worse, that people are like, Hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Like the people you know who are going to just call for that shit are always going to call for it. Yeah. But it, it's anyway, the come of all fears. Written by Paul Adonazio, Daniel Pine, and Tom Fancy Clancy. I've never read it. <laughs> we call him, fa- his friends call him Fancy Clancy. We've never read a book of no. his in our lives. No, no thanks. Never will. No. John Krasinski is now Jack Ryan. Okay. He, he works in intelligence, right? He, but he's kind of doofy. Yeah, it's like a surveillance thing well, or something. Well, he, he works in a think tank. Like, no. he's related, but he's a historian. Like, he's researching people, but he's not doing anything he was in the military because they do say at one point like we know you can take care of yourself on the ground and he's like i don't fucking do that shit anymore so he has the history so when you do put a gun in his hand and he knows what he's doing it makes sense morgan freeman plays cia bigwig cabot Mm -hmm. um who i felt like this is quite comical as you know we see it goes i think it goes back to the yom kippur war or something like time before we see an israeli fighter jet get blasted out of the sky. Apparently, this fighter jet was carrying a nuke. Yeah, it's like 29 years before this movie takes place. Even then, why is it carrying... Were you? I mean, I guess it was going to go bomb a hospital or something. It's honestly surprising that that didn't just explode. Yeah, it seemed like, why are you carrying a nuke? It falls into the sands, time covers it up, and these men, these Arab men, uncover the nuke. Flash forward, this was the saddest part of the movie to me, is when they go back, eventually leave Schreiber, goes to the man who found it, and is trying to ask questions, like, who, who did you sell it to? Because they sell it to this fucking Nazi prick for $400. Like, And then <laughs> yeah. he tries to turn around and sell it for $50 million. He's a fucking douchebag. I mean, he's a Nazi. But, like, they go to this, Leif Schreiber goes to this man to try to figure out what's going on. And he shows him a picture of the guy. And he's like, is this the man? And at first, he's not going to say anything. But he's got such bad, like, radiation poisoning. And he looks at Leif Schreiber and he's like, I'm going to die, aren't I? So, and Leif is like, yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I'll tell you everything. Leif Schreiber plays John Clark, who's this deep cover counter-terrorist guy. But he's been doing a desk job for a while. He doesn't want to do the deep cover but anymore. But back in. Because he's the best. And that character is currently being played, and it's going to be in a series starring Michael B. Jordan. Apparently, he's Ooh. already he's already played John Clark in a movie at Ooh. some point. Oh, now you're interested. I like my now Jordan. you're down with the fancy Clancy verse. 
No, I'm still not, but I like Michael jo- Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, they're both great. Michael B. and Michael. M- Michael and Michael B., yep. But it's really comical because um, the Russian president drops dead, and then it's replaced by this guy named Nemirov, and then they recruit Jack Ryan into the CIA because he wrote a paper a long time ago. A couple years at least, yeah. Claiming that he thought no one read, or he laid out a scenario where explaining that Nemirov will probably be president of Russia yeah, one and day. and all the reasons of why. And so he did a ton of research and be- on him. Because he did that, the CIA was like, he predicted this guy would be president of Russia. We're bringing him into the CIA. I love the politic part of it, though, where Morgan Freeman's basically like, I need you here, but don't open your fucking mouth. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, I need, I, yeah. like, you're going to come now, into these spaces with me, but, like, don't talk to me. Like, I'm still in charge. I will talk to you later. Now, this movie, you know this movie. It's a lot of, like, purposeful, intense walking <laughs> while talking at the same time. Yes. Everyone is just the right amount of witty, right? Everyone's got, even, like, Ben Affleck's girlfriend who's working at the hospital. It's like the same, it's no different the, at her job as it is in the president's office. President played by James Cromwell, by the way. Mm-hmm. I love James Cromwell. You know, he's been arrested multiple times really? because he uh, is an animal rights activist Aww. for PETA. He has been arrested several times. James Cromwell. And back in the day, he did civil rights marches and he was on this board to defend these Black Panthers from uh, conspiracy charges back in the day. And I think they actually got their case thrown out because of what he helped do in this committee. That's amazing. Like, he's, uh, yeah. James Cromwell. Yeah, I think he's a very politically minded guy. That is an example of, like, using the weight you have for good. And this guy's always playing judges and senators and presidents. Well, and, like, I called him at the beginning. I called him the pig man because he is the farmer and babe. And I really loved that movie. Oh, that movie's fucking, that's a 10. I love, I love Babe. Babe. It's great. We need to watch it at some point. But also, I have it on VHS. He became <laughs> an he, he became an ethical vegan from uh, doing that movie. He was a vegetarian prior, and he went full vegan after doing Babe. Something that we should probably do, but we don't. That just made me want to. But I've always liked James Cromwell because yeah. he's just always a dude that's really stood up for what he believes in, and he then he'll go and play a president of probably. Play, he'll play the type of president he'll probably never even vote for. This the this Nazi Illuminati group. It's like the UN for Nazis. Like they're UN like Nazi UN. Like they're all from other it's countries. Just like five people from different countries. There's one dude that's like <laughs> after they they shoot they uh they set up some attack on the Chechnyan capital where a lot of people die. Jack Ryan's like, Russia didn't do this. Nemirov wouldn't do this. But Russia does claim that they did it because they don't want it to look like they don't have control of their government or their armaments. Yeah. So when things start heating up and they're getting the nukes in place and getting signed and they've abducted Russian scientists to work for it. Like there's this one guy in the Nazi crew that's like, this get a little hairy for me. Um, I'm going to be, I think I'm done guys. So I'm just going to like, and just it was gonna like, go. and now you're going to be dead. And they killed him right there. It wasn't even like follow you out to your car and kill you. Like yeah, he died in like, the room. Bro, you think you can just walk out of Nazi Illuminati? First rule of Nazi Illuminati is you don't leave Nazi Illuminati. <laughs> I'm, yeah, they would never let me into Nazi Illuminati. And I know that rule. Yeah. 
That was almost comical. And then he's immediately strangled. It was ridiculous. It was like, you're dumb. Like, you just, like, just go home and cry about it, but you're going to die if you quit. <laughs> but come to find out. But, like, don't join Nazi Illuminati in the first place. Yeah, yeah, don't. So, who cares if you're dead? They all die in the end. So, a lot of things. And you, John Clark is out there. He's getting information. And they're going to the great city of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And they're going to a football game that is consisting of made-up teams mm-hmm. that exist only in Clancyverse, fancy Clancyverse. And I love the that. Baltimore sh- Gators. I love that shit. Yeah. The, <laughs> it's like, you know, that's what that town's known for. <laughs> is gators, right? And Jack Ryan, who has been all over the world with uh, trying to do, you know, talking to the Russians, talking to this. He still is firm that Nemirov is not doing all this shit. Yeah, and so he's got his think tank people helping him kind of research, right? Like, and figure out what's going on. And then also Morgan Freeman has a connection on the inside of the Russian government who's been helping him sort of know what's going on. And so that's what's happening is Jack Ryan is like, I need to prove that this was not... Oh, sorry. The bomb hasn't happened yet, but you talked about the bomb. Yeah, we'll get there. But the purpose that the Nazi Illuminati is doing is that they're getting the Soviet, or they're not Soviets anymore, the Russians and the Americans to fight each other. Yeah, they want to make it look like they're attacking. And then that they can take, they can take control of Europe after, in the aftermath without the influence of Russia and the West. Yeah, they talk about this whole thing where like Hitler was not. It wasn't that he was wrong. He was stupid. Yeah. They were like, Germany wasn't big enough to be in control. So now there's the internet. So we can be in control of everything if well, we take out the two biggest powers. It's like you can't you can't throw bodies at the Eastern Front for years and years and years. And then expect to win the war that's coming in from the other side of the planet. Which is kind of a true statement. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no way he would have been able to go as hard as he was going. Especially, yeah. like, th- with the Soviets, like drawing that line but he was also wrong yeah he was wrong we want to make that clear hitler wrong incorrect (laughs) bad person hitler bad what's your big beef with the nazis oh i don't know i think they're rude so jack ryan is trying to call morgan freeman because he knows that there's a bomb in baltimore Oh, my God. That's where his girlfriend, Dr. Girlfriend, works. Mm-hmm. And the president is at the fucking football yeah. game. And so Baltimore. Morgan Freeman, after being like, well, I can't hear you, got a bad signal, realizes what's going on. He's, scram- he's scrambling. They start scrambling the president. And I love the part where, like, the people aren't, like, oblivious to it. You see people oh, in the, the crowd players going, are like, like, what's like happening? oh, what the fuck's going on? And I actually thought this was kind of cool. The It's... The, the limo with the president is driving away, the caravan, and then, and Jack Ryan is in the helicopter, and you, it's not a shot where, and I was kind of shocked at this. I did not see this coming, mm-hmm. because usually you're trying to get to the point, the, the climax is preventing the explosion. Right. But halfway through this movie is a nuclear explosion happening in a in major Baltimore. American city. And it's kind of like a smaller than your typical nuclear explosions. And it does cause a lot of casualties. But you see it when you see a blast wave just... We have no...
And then after you see the blast wave wreckage, then the camera pans up and you see a mushroom cloud coming out of the city of Baltimore. And I know John Waters is going to make at least one more movie. I want him to make a movie in the fancy clancy verse that explains what he was doing during this time in some of all fears. So you want two more movies from John Waters is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm, I needed John Waters to explain where he was and what he was doing when the nuke went off in Baltimore. Well, I said out loud to you, hopefully he was on tour. He, maybe he was. <laughs> I wanted an image of that cop bar that you see in every yeah. John Waters movie. Like in flames or something. You know, just give me something. A divine statue covered in nuclear fallout. Is there a divine statue? There should be. I don't be. think there. I don't know. There should be. I don't know. Um, you know what? Well, I did think it was interesting because, you know, so he, he finally gets a hold of, again, his think tank. And he's having them help them. And he's like, we have to prove before the president attacks Russia that this bomb was not Russian. Yeah. Right? So they're trying to work towards that. You know, they figured out, like, who signed for the bomb. Right. Because it has so to come into the port. He's trying to get there they found the cargo crate that it came in and the president is alive but he's injured and cabot is injured and he gets taken to the hospital and then there's a point where like no one knows where cabot is yeah uh they don't they don't know if he's alive or dead he's alive for a little while the president he's with the president when that blast hits yeah them, they're in the same but car they but they drag then- the president off and cabot's not doing good and he does pass away later in the movie just to talk about that, since we just mentioned it, that scene is the other saddest part of the movie because in that moment, Cabot is dying. And mm-hmm. he knows he's dying. And so he can barely speak. And Ben Affleck is trying to, like, ask for his advice and tell him what's happening and get information. And Cabot's just like, my wife. And Ben Affleck's like, you know, she's still in D.C., so she's fine. Like, it, the, it, the blast did not go that far. And then yeah, he's, it, like, it blew, he's like, blew out into the ocean. Listen, I need to talk to so-and-so, and this and this happened, and I need to know. And he's like, your girlfriend. You know, and then he acts like the president. Like, he asks about the people that he knows matter the most. And then he dies. Yeah. Like, there's no. But then but then what Jack Ryan does is he finds, um, he, he takes Cabot's phone. Mm-hmm. And so then he contacts his person on the Russian side and is like, hey, Cabot is dead. This is Jack Ryan. He doesn't know who he's talking to. Yeah. He's like, and they talk dis- with me. Help they, me. They discover the manufacturer of the bomb is U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in a crate that was from Israel. And of course, and he if, helps him get that if, if that hadn't happened. If Israel has a bomb, U.S. has something to do with it, right? It's our plutonium. So yeah, their, their plutonium that they ma- that we manufactured or processed or whatever the fuck you do. And, um, of course, John Clark is also getting a lot of information on his end going around and kill. And the president and all these, like, character actors are on a plane. And we're skipping around a lot of stuff. There's parts where Jack Ryan and John Clark are together and blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, it's these intense scenes where the president... And you know what's great? Because in the beginning of the movie, we get, like, a a drill where the president is setting up. And it's all smooth. It's like, what do we do? Your your code is... uh, the code you need is five down from this card, set up the football, and then it's revealed that, like, it's just a drill. Like, get set the start. Set up the football? That's what they call the nuclear briefcase. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I guess I just, that. I guess I just knew that. Yeah, I just didn't catch that. Yeah, so they, they're going through it, like, very, very calmly, like you would in a drill. But when it actually happens afterwards. This was great. This actually is great. This was. They're fucking, yes. like, yelling at each other. How is Kevin? Where is he? I don't know. Well, what do you know? I don't know, all right? I don't know. 
Chiefs, his chief of staff, his secretary of yeah, defense, like, is screaming at him. And then They're goes, losing their shit. We don't know who did it. We don't even know where we are. are at highest alert. Excuse me. You think, sir? Defcon, you're groping in the dark here, so it's a little. Th this is too much goddamn bullshit. He's like, okay, 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 wait, and they just like get on the plane. Like he's like, okay, let's not fight. But yeah. there's no like. Like they're losing their fucking shit. Because fucking people are dead. Like that—that's the the desperation in the president's voice when they're like, there is a bomb, and they're rushing him out, and he's like, get the people out, and they're like. And there's no time. They know there's no time. And they're in direct contact with, with uh, President Nemirov of Russia. And neither trusts each other. And neither wants to back down. Meanwhile, one of the, the Russian uh, member of the Nazi Illuminati sets up and uses Russian weapons to just blast the fuck out of this U.S. aircraft carrier in the Ukraine. Which which then it's like, okay, now we know that was Russia. Yeah. So it all must be Russia. So yeah. then the president's like, let's get ready to attack them. And then, of course, Russia's like, well, we got to get ready to attack you. And so everybody's like, there. So Jack Ryan's getting all this information, and he cannot get in there to talk with the president directly. But he does talk to this intelligence guy and convinces him to put him in directly with the Russians. It's like this secret... Uh, it's like, computer. Ha like a hack phone kind of thing. Yeah, that that is like a direct line from the president to the president. Mm. Uh, and it's like a private situation. And so he's at the Pentagon and he, he gets on this computer. Only certain people can type in these computers. You have to dictate to them, yeah, which yeah. is so weird. So, so Jack Ryan is trying to be like, look, I know you didn't do this. We found this information. He can't get the proper information to the president in time. That shit's all like shut the fuck down. But if he can convince the Russians to stand down, then then the Americans will also stand and down. And the president, our president, James Cromwell, James Cromwell is my president. Mm -hmm. Um, he's already pulled the trigger. Yeah. They're in a countdown. When Jack Ryan they have convinces like a minute, the Russian president nudes. to like not do it, and the Russian president. I mean, he does ask, like, who am I talking to? And he explains, like, I'm this guy. And, and, and the I president met, likes he him. He met him. He's met him He before. met him, and he actually said to him, like, I like you. I read your paper on me. Yeah, he knew about him. Right. Which is so great. But, yeah, he um he convinces him. And the Russian president's like, okay, I'm going to stand down. And then the Americans stand down. And yeah. from there, of course, they're able to, Jack Ryan's able to convey the information. And with the information that he and Clark have uh, rounded up, they know who's involved in this. So then the movie, you just kind of see a montage of the Nazi Illuminati people All getting, getting shot by John Clark, getting shot in the woods and by a KGB or whatever the fuck. And the Russian, um, intelligence guy who is, who was Cabot's counterpoint kills the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. This was interesting. They make a couple comments through the movie about that big guy being a smoker. And so they they rig up his car, but he has someone test his car. And you know that man it knew that he was going to do yeah. that. So when you turn on the car, nothing happens. So then the guy's like, okay, cool, my car's fine. He pushes the he, button the to light his lighter. cigarette, and that's what it popped out. I don't even think cars have that shit anymore, do they? They do. I mean, our cars have one, but they don't have – you could buy that thing. Oh, right. But right. it's still it's just the electric – but yeah, so you now. get the main villain getting like blown the fuck up. Yeah. And, and I kind of like how there's not some like Jack Ryan must face off directly. It really wasn't like that. It, it, the one time they put a gun in his hand, he refuses to shoot someone and he actually talks them down in, in the Ukraine. He like talks 
the situation down. And the most unbelievable scene of all, we end in the Russian president and President Cromwell holding hands and saying, we're, we're sucking dick They're now. They're kumbaya. We're 69 in, in the name of peace. My question is, how much is revealed to the greater public? I guess I would assume that like they, it would definitely be in their best interest to reveal to the public that this was actually some kind of uh, neo-fascist terrorist organization. I think that's probably all they would have said because they secretly killed all these people. There was no bringing them to trial. There was no, like, here's their names and pictures. That did not happen. They yeah, covertly yeah. No, killed dead. all of these men They've and been covered these motherfuckers. it up. Yeah, they basic. I'm sure they just said it was terrorists. Yeah, and that's the movie, The Come of All Fears. Oh, but you and you do get the bit at the end where the Russian intelligence guy comes up and is like, "Maybe we could talk sometimes," He's, and that's how he basically tells Ben Affleck, "I'm the guy." Yeah, and that, so they shake hands and they're going to be friends, and he knows everything about everyone. Yeah, and throughout the movie, you're like, "Oh, this is the the evil Russian dude," but it's like, no, he's actually kind of feeding information yeah. to the United He's States. a good guy. Is he? We're the good guys? I mean, well, you know. Listen. It's a fun movie. Universe, it's a fun fantasy. He's a helper. In the fancy clancy world, we're the goodest guys. Listen. We just talked about that, and um, we're going to review it. Okay. going to give one through three. I'm going to give one through three. Yeah. Combine. Three, one through three? Uh, one through five. <laughs> combine. Give it three. <laughs> combine for best out of ten. You, you, you guys know what we do here. So, The yeah. Sum of All Fears by Phil Alden Robinson. What do you think? I actually think I am going to give it a three. I think a three is actually the perfect score. This is a great. six. Yeah, it's a six. It's not like bad. It's not bad. It's not even oh. mid. There's actually some approaches they took to the subject matter, especially. I was genuinely surprised when a nuke went off in Baltimore. That, honestly, that's what bumps it up above average for like, me because, because you don't ever see that. Yeah, that's true. And it, it was really interesting the way that they, the way that they did it. So. And Three. yeah, and the, some of the character acting was great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Affleck was fine. He did it fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. And there you go, folks. Let me uh, scroll up here. We did it. It's at the very bottom. You can barely see it on the screen. <laughs> the Sum of All Fears by Phil Alden Robinson is our, um, yeah, that's where it at. It's a B minus. Cool. Let's get the next one. All right, now, of course, we are going to now randomly generate the next movie we will watch. You're crossing your fingers. What is your hope? What is on your mind? I would like it to not be a period piece or a war movie. Okay. Um, now, I should say we got some, uh, we got a chock sc- full schedule going into the end of the year. Could be a while before we we're get We're actually this. not going to, I can tell you right now, we're not going to be getting back to a randomly generated movie review until February. Whoa, okay. So if you could just keep this in your heart and your mind. <laughs> um, that this is, uh, that this movie, if you can just keep it in your heart and mind, this is what we are going to watch in early February. Okay. All right? Okay. So here we go. Let me get this shit up on the screen. As you can see there, and I'm going to hit this button, this uh, Generate button. Generate on. And uh, uh, it's a 2021 movie of a children's character classic, but it uh, appears to be live action. I saw the name and I was hoping that I was wrong and that was not a dog and that it was going to be a tiny man pretending to be a boy. 
Oh, you're you were hoping for the Martin Short classic. The Martin Short classic, starring him and Charles Grodin. So good, Mary Steenburgen. That's right, legend. Clifford. No, we're talking about Clifford the Big Red Dog children's family film. Okay. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Can you? I rem- mean, I got my wish. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, you didn't get what you said you didn't want. So there you go. You can't complain about that, at least. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Early February. Watch for it. There's no way we would ever have watched this if it wasn't for randomly generated movie reviews. Though we have watched Garfield out of choice on our own personal time. (laughs) We have done that. I'm a little mad about the normal situation in that movie. Yeah, what the fuck? That is not normal, motherfucker. It is funny that Bill Murray signed on to do the voice because he thought it was one of the other Cohen. It was one of the other Cohens because I think the director is named Ethan Cohen, but he's not Ethan and Joel Cohen of the Cohen Brothers. He's a different Cohen, and Bill Murray signed up. Um, I bet someone got fired over that shit. <laughs> well, Ethan Cohen didn't. No, but like a manager or an agent <laughs> an or agent. someone who didn't do their research. A- yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know. Well, we won't see. We won't what about see. It? We won't know. We're just going to move on. We're just going to move on with our lives. So yeah, yeah. Um, and someday we'll watch Clifford. Yeah, it's Clifford the, the big, big red, red dog. dog. But tomorrow, you know, what we're watching tomorrow, right? It is our uh, movie roulette review selection because you selected the category yes. a challenging performance for everybody. And we're going to watch Radio! Radio Cuba Gooding Jr. And Show the, me the money! Yeah. No, I don't know. I've never seen radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, check the show notes for links and other places to find us. What do you? Th- are you a fan of the Fancy Clancy verse? What's your favorite Fancy Clancy based movie? Um, like, subscribe, leave a comment. We love movie facts. If you give me fun movie trivia facts, I will put a little heart by your comment. All right. But I can't respond to everyone. I can't respond to everyone. But that doesn't mean I. Don't love you. All right? So. Death to all traitors.